G'day, and thank you for joining us on the Outpost Church podcast. I trust that this teaching from our church camp, which came to us from Dave and Ruth Ridley out of the book of Ephesians, will be a blessing to you. We pray that it hits you where you need to be hit, and we pray that you uh, are able to apply this for your good, for the good of those around you, and for the glory of God. God bless you. The church has got a destiny, we've got a purpose through the church together, not just through Christians, through us as the church. The manifold wisdom of God might be made known to the rulers and the authorities in heavenly places according to his eternal purpose. His purpose is that us as the church would reveal him on earth, not only to other people, but also to the rulers and authorities in heavenly places. We make known God's manifest power and wisdom here on earth when we bind together in love as the church. We have The church has destiny. We have got a purpose. And it's always been God's eternal plan and purpose to reveal himself through his church. He revealed himself through Jesus. Ultimately, Jesus is the picture of God. But he's also got a purpose for his body. We are not just his organisation. We are the body of Christ. Jesus is the head and we carry out his plans and purposes, his wisdom. His wisdom is different from our wisdom. His wisdom on earth in a greater magnitude than just our own life. But this is something we do together as a body. How does body work? Oh, I left my pots in my bag. (laughs) Laura, put your arm out. That is a good-looking arm. Looks very strong. I think that you could do a lot of things with your arm. If I just cut your arm off here and I took your strong, healthy arm, it would be useless. It would do absolutely nothing. Yeah. What about your legs? Your legs look like they're really fast. If I just cut you off here and I don't need... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't need the top. I just want your legs just to run and be really fast. They wouldn't function. A body functions together. We function together. We need each other. We're all part of the body. And together we bring about God's purposes here on earth in power. The church's role is to display the manifest will of God to the world and all spiritual powers. As Christ's body his family, his dwelling place on earth. Not an organisation, not a lifestyle club, as God's body, we carry out together his purpose, his will, his wisdom, his ways, his reign, his righteousness on earth and um, heavenly places and power and effect, so much so that all will see. I want you to think about this. 
Benji. Benji, think, share. Think. What does it mean? Read it again in your Bible. Through the church, the manifold wisdom of God might be made known. Have a think about it. What does that mean? What does that look like? Turn to the person beside you and just for 30 seconds, I want you to talk to them. What does that mean, the, the manifold wisdom of God? To be shown through the church. I'm not just going to feed you the answers. What does it look like? So I want you to actually think about it in your days. What does it look like? <laughs>
the key folk in heaven going to see how our wisdom is being made known through the church. Have it. Mm. Yes. Yeah, when that fruit is like produced through our lives, it's actually like it's the fruit of the Holy Spirit, so it's actually like revealing his character in a sort of bodily form of yeah, who he is through us. Beautiful. Thanks for sharing. talking a bit like while he was mentioning as well like how it's yeah our love for one another and the way that we love people um yeah. that's so countercultural. um yeah. you look through scripture as well and like heavenly wisdom like is foolishness to mankind and how like you, you look in the old testament like they go to war and they send the worshippers out in the front line that's foolishness to man they um joseph's interpreting these dreams that like other people can't interpret it's like speaking out in the prophetic is like the, the wisdom the wisdom of god that man can't understand and yeah heaps of things like that absolutely is there anyone else that wanted to share about the wise folk down at the back if you guys wanted to add <laughs> amen well i just pray father that you would unlock the wonder and the hunger in our hearts to, uh, to understand this, to seek this out. As, as your word goes on, continues to boldly and confidently in faith plunder heaven and, and seek you out, Father, that we would yeah, seek out your wisdom and make it manifest in the earth. Let's continue on to chapter 4, 11 to 16. I'm just skipping through a few things, but there's a reason. 4, 11. 11. And he gave the apostles and the prophets and the evangelists and the shepherds and the teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ. So he's chosen some select people to build up. Their role is to build up the body of Christ. And it's so important that we support those who have got those roles. Yeah. As the... Their role is to build us up, man. We better not tear them down. Um, to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ. Oh my gosh, I love it how he calls us his body. And I, 
Can I just stop there for a bit? The body of Christ, that, that can look like I and the walking around body of Christ. Like I get to be personally Jesus to some people. I remember at uni, it was most of my uni friends didn't even know any other Christians. So I was the closest thing. They didn't go to church. They didn't get to know the whole body of Christ. But I was Jesus to them. I was the closest thing that they ever came to the Bible or any other Christians. And I got to be Christ's body individually. I'd go in and unashamedly loved Jesus, but tried to deliver the good news in a real tasteful way to my wild uni friends. Luckily, I was doing an outdoor ed subject, which was incredible, because going camping and waking up ugly and tense beside each other, you just grow a little bond and you can go a bit deeper. And we have so many chats. Oh, we were talking about dreams earlier. I remember I'd go on these outdoor ed camps with a whole bunch of uni friends, and I would just pray, oh, Jesus, reveal yourself to my friends, give them dreams, give them visions. And some nights, someone would like come out and they'd be like, whoa, I just had the craziest dream last night. I was in a prison cell. <laughs> and, just like, and then there was this light, and they're like, yeah, do you know what that is? That light's Jesus. You are in a prison cell. <laughs> But yeah, like God would reveal himself to my friends and I would be able to help give them understanding because I got to go into these like godless places. Individually, we are equipped as a body of Christ like to go in and our sphere of influence to be Jesus to those people. Absolutely. But corporately together, as the body of Christ, we're a moving, functioning body where we've all got different parts. And where Laura, her part to the body might be the strong arm, it's useless without the torso and the rest of the body. An arm doesn't work without a brain. It's not working. We're a body. And there's, it's so important that we all come and we bring our parts to the table. I know that sometimes there can be parts of the body that aren't working really well because they're disjointed or maybe they're injured and hurting so they keep hurting other parts. Have you ever seen a foot that just keeps kicking itself and trying to hurt itself? Sometimes it feels like in the body there might be like, you know, a part of the body that just keeps trying to wreck everything and hurt everything. You know, maybe that part just needs a bit of care and rest and tender love and we don't cut the foot off, do we? Love our love ourselves back to health and care. And sometimes there's parts of the body that don't know where they're meant to be, and you know, a hand is trying to be a foot, or a <laughs> nose is trying to be a mouth. How dysfunctional is <laughs> We just need to be patient with each other and love each other. We, how do we build each other up in love? What does that look like? That can look different to everybody. How do we build each other up? Well, it's actually simple. What does love look like for that person? Hey, they're struggling financially. It might look like just giving them a bit of cash. Hey, that person, you know, could do with a bit of encouragement. I'm going to encourage them. Oh, 
oh man, that mum's overrun with like crazy kids. I'm gonna like bake her something. Love is simple. How do we build each other up? With our words, with our actions. It's practical. If someone's suffering in the body, if our foot is suffering, I just like little cut on my finger. Little, little cuts like a paper cut. But my whole body is suffering because it's a stupid little cut. If there's someone suffering, we all suffer together. So let's just like pour love and encouragement and grace and generosity onto the parts that are lacking. Because you know what? When they heal up and they're working and built up, they'll be a blessing to you and a blessing to everyone else. We build each other up. We build each other up in love. We see need, we build it up. We see someone going great. Oh, Shane doesn't need any hope. He's got everything. He practically is the whole body. He doesn't even need me. No, we continue to build him up and encourage him. Yes, right. We continue to build up, you know. Yes. When you've got a capable, strong leader that looks like they've got everything and they don't need us, I'm like, yeah, I don't think you need a leg. You've already got legs. Like, no, we are all the important part of the body. If someone looks like they've got it together, continue to encourage them and love them. If someone looks like they don't have it together, encourage them, love them. Love is practical and love looks like something. Love always looks like something. And we build each other up in love. Yeah. It's hard to love someone when you're disconnected from them, by the way. Yeah. It's hard to love someone that you don't know, that you don't talk to, that you don't even know their name. And sometimes, practically, that means that we need to push ourselves out of our comfort zone to love people. Mm-hmm. Take our mind, I know this is really big, but take our mind off ourselves and the things that we need and the things that people should be doing for us to love us and just go out and love people. You know the best way out of depression, by the way, is serving other people? But we're made to love people and serve people and we're more healthy for it. I'm not even up here for you. You guys already know this. You're like, yeah, yeah, we know. <laughs> it's okay to be, like, remind you, though, hey, the stuff you already know. Like, love, I, I am so passionate about this. And, oh, Father, would you continue to stir us up what it looks like to be the body, your body? Um, keep going off the tangent, sorry. When each part of the body is working properly... Every part's important when each part, and not just the main parts, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow. We increase, we're not meant to be stagnant. We grow, and as you grow, the other person beside you grows, and as they grow, the other person grows. We grow together, individually we grow, we increase. And it builds itself up in love. We build each other up. Love is speaking truth graciously. Love is being generous. Love is giving a blanket to someone who's cold. Love is feeding someone that's hungry. Love is inviting someone into your home and being friends with them. Even if they don't look lonely. Love is like connecting with people and putting ourselves out there. And even if we're highly routine people with heaps of walls, Pulling some walls down and actually like spontaneously bringing someone into your home. If we're gonna if we're gonna do this, if we are going to be a part of like God's plan, His purpose for the church, which is 
flippin' incredibly huge. The magnitude of what we're called to as the body of Christ, as the, the body of Christ here on earth to carry out God's wisdom and purposes is so big. And it starts with us having a paradigm shift of who we are and who we are. I'm not living to make a big difference for Jesus in the world just from, like, Ruth is like God's person. Like, it's not the Ruth show. It's us. We are a family. When, we, when our paradigm shifts from, like, living for us, which is so easy in our day and age, it's so, like, us-focused, like, iPhone, I this, I this, my that. Yeah. Like, my purpose in God, my destiny in God, I'm laying down my life for Jesus. Like, I'm going to do big things for God. Yes, I am, but we, we're all, like, we are. We're the family. Like, let's do this together. If one can put a 1,000 to fight and two can put 10,000, imagine five. What about a 100 of us? Imagine if a 100 of us were just going, like, guns blazing for Jesus. Yeah. Arms knitted together. Jump up, Laura. Our arms knitted together, like, in love and in power. And, like, Laura falls down. I pick her up. Come on, Laura, keep going. Like, we are. We are charging on together. We are charging on together. There is an army of people who are dedicated to each other. We love each other. Her problem is not her problem. Her problem, I will cry with her because we're connected. She's lacking. Like, I'll provide. Like, we are a family. We are more than a family. We are a body. We're a body. Blood flows through us. Holy Spirit, like, flows through us. It's like a life stream. We are a body. Imagine if we were going to like lay down our life, not just for Jesus, but his body and be a part of something greater that God wants to do on the earth, not just through me, but through us. It is so powerful. God, who, how, how often do we seek out? God, what do you want to do? Not just through me, but through your church. What is your plans through us, your people? How do I serve my brothers and sisters, God? Show me the needs in my church community. Who's hurting? Who's broken? How can I serve the, the, the vision and the mission that you have revealed to our leaders, Lord? How can I bless my leaders? Because they are seeking you on their knees, crying out to you on behalf of us. Because you have appointed them, you have appointed these leaders to speak to them, to lead us. Father, how do I, if I don't know where I belong, what part of the body I am, I don't know my contribution of how to bless people, I tell you where I start. Just go to your leaders and say, I don't know what to do, but how can I serve you? How can I be a blessing? I remember when I was a teenager, I'm just like, I just love Jesus, I just want to be stretched, I just want to just want to do something, and I just like, I went to one of my pastors and I said, what can I do, I just want to be stretched, I just want to bless the world, and he's like find three people in the church to bless I was like, okay, I'm just like, oh God who can I bless, and so I just I asked my leader, I didn't know what to do and he just gave me a simple thing, like, you know make three meals, with, you know, three people in the church, like Ask people, do you have a need? How do I meet? Like, shame. Like, how can I serve you? I've got like an afternoon or where, what are the needs in our community? 
We are part of something so significant and so much bigger than us and our own life. And our life is really significant. Absolutely. Absolutely. But there's something even bigger that God is doing. And it's like, it's multi-generational and it's like, it's not just something that's lasting for our own generation. It's something that's like happening and going to continue to happen even when we're gone. And we get to bring our part to the table. Javi, did you grab those things for me? That's all right. I, I often, um, just some analogy is I talk about how when it comes to the body of Christ, like yes, we're all like a part of the body, but it's like we're all but a piece of the puzzle. Has anyone in here tried to make a puzzle and there was a missing piece? Or missing pieces? How disappointing it is. You can't see the whole picture. When you're missing a piece of the puzzle, every single one of us is a really important and significant piece of the puzzle. And we need to bring our peace, even if we don't know where it fits in, bring our peace to the table. Holy Spirit will piece us together, and it's actually a moving puzzle. Your peace might be here, then it might move over there. It's a moving puzzle, but all of us have something to contribute. Even if you don't see it and you know what it is, you can encourage someone, you can befriend someone, you can use your gifts, you can grow in your giftings. You can just be you. And you're an important part of the family. Every single one of us have a piece to bring to the table. And without you, there's a piece missing. Hmm. Um, I just reflect on the church community that we were a part of in Darwin and just how individual each person was in the contribution that they brought. Remember this um, beautiful, beautiful young um, woman who came as an intern to our church. Um, she just saw a need. There's a whole bunch of teenagers here. We really, like, like there's nothing here. No one's filling this gap, this big gap here. I don't think she saw herself as a youth pastor, but she's like, we need a youth group. I don't really know how to start one, I don't know who it would be, but I'd just see a need. And so she just stepped up and just started running these things for young people and they started coming and she just like stepped up. She wasn't trained. She just stepped up and this great youth group, rocking youth group, just started rolling along and the kids would come and there was just times of rawness and like they were just so getting encouraged in their faith and it's still going on like now. But she just stepped up and was like, how do I contribute? How do I contribute? I'll just give my Friday nights, every second Friday night. I'll hang out with young people and encourage them and have fun and do games. <laughs> Easy. And her contribution was bringing life and encouragement to the church in that way. I think of another guy, Julio. Um, a dad is like, got, you know, kids that were like finishing school, starting uni. His part, and it's, sometimes it's hard to see, you know, what your contributions 
are, but he would just bring such a spirit of generosity in the church, and he would always like just pump generosity, and he'd see me and meet it generously, and he'd encourage other people like, let's be generous, and he was all about like just seeing money from a heaven's perspective, and he just he was such a blessing to our community. He wasn't the pastor. He didn't. I mean, he might have only preached once or twice, but his contribution to the community to bring the spirit of like generosity and there's a need, let's all fill the need. Come on, guys. Like his contribution was to like remind us and stir us up of stuff that we already knew and desired to do. But that was like that was one of the things that he carried. Um, like I think of lady called Sharon she just loved to pray she felt like she just she loves to pray and so she would spend a lot of her time praying and she would go on prayer walks with people but she'd do a lot of her prayer by herself and she would send people encouraging texts because she's praying for them even people that she's not super connected with she'd just pray for them and just receive words of encouragement and, and give people just the right word at the right time and and then, you know, there's opportunities kind of like at church, after church, where she'd, you know, pray for people and minister to people. And then she's, after a while, she started up a prayer group with a bunch of other women that get together and pray. And that was like such a, um, a source of life. It was like a bubbling brook of life that came out of that prayer group. Like a whole bunch of women that were just, that were like, um, like women a bit older that would just get together and pray. And it just brought health into those women. What is it that stirs your heart? Do you love to pray? Do you love to bake? Are you excited about, I don't know, building community and hospitality? We're all called to hospitality, by the way. All of us. It doesn't have to be in your home. You're just connecting with people and doing that. We all have something, and it's often just what comes naturally to us. Just start there. Um, oh, how much longer do I retain? Do I need to finish up? Yeah, 10 minutes. Alright, cool. Um, so, I'll start to finish up. I feel like in, in the generation that we're in, you can be so often so focused on us. And if we're doing it right, it could even be just like us and my family. And yes, we go to church and we're a part of a great Christian community. But I want to encourage you and inspire you to let it move from our head to our heart and that we have a paradigm shift, that we think about us, the body of Christ, that I am a part of this incredible, incredible family, God's family here on earth, that I am actually, I am a part, I'm a child of God, but I'm also part of his body carrying about his purpose on earth. Jesus isn't on earth anymore. When Jesus came, Jesus is a picture of God in flesh. Jesus is God in flesh. He showed us what God was like. But he said to his disciples, it's actually better that I go because I'm going to send my spirit. Oh my gosh, what's better than having God living and walking on earth with you? What's better than that? Jesus said it's better 
that I go because I'm going to send my spirit. And he knew because his plan, he planned it. Before the beginning of the world, he had planned. He came and he did what he was meant to do. And his plan was for us, his church. He sent his spirit into each and every single one of us. We are his temple. And we together are so much bigger than one person on earth. We are the body of Christ. And together as an army, we carry out the, the manifest wisdom of God, the purpose and the plans of God on earth, in politics, in sport, in schools, yes, in the church community, absolutely, but it goes far beyond that. Dave's going to talk more about that in next session. We, the church, carry out God's plans here on earth. And each of us, each of us are a significant and important part of that whether we understand the extent or not. We all have a special flavour to bring to the banqueting table. We all have a puzzle piece to bring to the big picture. Every single one of us is a brick to the building. You, beloveds, us, me, we, are predestined by the will of God. Destined by the will of God to be built up together, to be binded together in love with His Holy Spirit, to be the holy dwelling place of God, to carry out His manifest will on the And we will. We will bring glory to God and delight to our Father who is with us, who is within us and binding us together. These purposes will be displayed on the earth. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have called us into your family we are your sons and that we are your daughters, would you just rock us with that truth that we are a part of your family, God, and that you, oh my, oh my, through your incredible grace and your mercy, you don't have to, but you choose to work through us individually and, and corporately as your body here on earth. Stir our hearts, Father. Stir our hearts, Holy Spirit. Bind us together in perfect love. Bind us together in unity that we would just know what it looks like and feels like to function together as a healthy body, committed to each other, committed to you, loving each other, building each other up in love. Would you stir our hearts for this, Lord. May we be passionate about seeing your will manifest on earth. Yes. That we, if we see another brother or sister doing something great, that we would not be insecure, but we would cheer them on. That we would bring our, our special bit to them and say, how can I bless you? How can I serve you? Go, um, go. Yes. How can I offer my strength to that? 
When we, when we see a brother or sister struggling and kicking around and hurting others, Father, that we would have the, your wisdom, love, and know how to be gracious and kind to them and bring healing to that part of the body so it can connect back in. Father, give us your wisdom that we will see your manifold wisdom in our life every single day. In small scale and in a big scale, Father, we want to be you to the earth. We want to reveal you to the earth. Thank you. Thank you that you choose to dwell in us instead of the temple. Father, oh, the magnitude of that. May it just continue to blow our hearts and our minds. May we be in awe of you, Father. Wow, it's so huge. It's so huge. Oh. And everyone who agreed said,